Hallelujah. It's good to see you again. Now, in Acts 20, verse 7, it says, you, you can turn your Bibles there if you want to, but uh, I'm just going to go through this super fast. You have express and you're super fast, no? Yes? So I'm going to go super fast, not express, super fast, yes? yes. So in Acts 20, verse 7, it says, Now on the first day of week of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul, ready to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued his message until midnight. I spoke about this earlier. They had Paul with them. Yet they gathered together for what? Breaking of bread. What does that mean? First thing is to remember what the Lord has done for us. He's reconciled us. Then all the other things like preaching and everything can't come. If you don't have the Lord in your mind, all the preaching, everything is just superficial. Do you understand what I mean? See, we were all meant to die. And it is appointed for man to die once, yes? And then there's what? Judgment. And this judgment is what we are saved from. We are saved from the wrath of God. There will be a judgment, but we are saved from the wrath of God. Do you understand? And who has saved us? Jesus Christ. And he's made a new covenant with us, yes? Unless we keep that covenant in our mind at all times, we are not Christians. We are not Christ-like. If the Bible has become nothing but a thumbing tool for you, where you have, you're full of thou shall nots and whatnot. I'm not talking about spiritual principles, yes. That, that's there, but you understand what I'm saying? Then you don't have a relationship with God because God forgave you while you were dead in your trespasses, in your sins. That's when Christ died for you. Then we who are forgiven accept that and then we take a big stick and hit other people who are not forgiven. What is that? Do you understand? This is where we gather together to understand the grace extended towards us first by God, yes? Then we extend that grace to other people. Now the world is lacking this grace. Why? Because Christians don't have it. You're full of the law. Like I said last week, when when those people from the synagogue came, they asked me, do you honor the Shabbat? I said, yes. But Shabbat is a day for them, but is a person for us. That is Jesus Christ. Do you, do you see the difference? Yes. So unless you honor what the Lord has done, the sacrifice is made, and you keep it alive in your head, you remind yourself of that all the time, what good are you? 
you're forgiven. Yes, and with the same token, forgive others. God will judge them. One guy was really offended because a pastor got a 14 lakh motorcycle. I said, that's in him and the Lord. He can afford a 14 lakh motorcycle. I'm sure if you could afford it, you would get one too. Otherwise, you won't feel bad about that. So you're feeling bad that he got one, you didn't get one. That is called jealousy. So don't blame a pastor because he's got a jet airplane or two. If you want, get one yourself. If you're not capable, pray. But don't be jealous of the pastor getting one or the other. If he got it by illegal or inappropriate means, God will judge him. Do you understand? You are no one to judge him. But that is not the gift of discernment. For example, when a person claiming to a pastor whom I know was committing adultery, and that was revealed to me by God, do you understand? And by other people, when a person in this church said they want to meet him, I said, this is not a man of God. That's different because I told that person not to do that because I should be aware of the state of my flocks, yes? I should know what their condition is. Do you understand? That is not a man of God, I told them. But you're free to see them, but the consequences I am not responsible for because I have told you this already. Do you understand? In Romans 8, 14, what does it say? Those who are led by the Holy Spirit are the sons of God. Are you led by the Holy Spirit? Because if you're not obedient to Christ, can you have the Holy Spirit? That's why you must keep the Christ in mind at all time. Not just sing songs, I've decided to follow Jesus, now turn him back. Yeah, that's good, wonderful. But does it show in your life? Do you understand? It shows in different areas, in different ways. But the fruit remains the same. The fruit of the Spirit. It's in Galatians 5.22. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes? So if there's no fruit, don't talk to me that, don't tell me that you are a Christian. Do you understand? There must be some evidence of that. Evidence is not just in miracles alone because even the devil can do miracles. Evidence is not rich, being rich alone because the devil offered Jesus everything in the world if you worship the devil. But the blessing of the Lord adds wealth and brings no sorrow with it. The Lord helps you find a solution no matter what the situation is, if your heart is right with them. You take me for example. Now, my third computer has failed. My first computer failed. They, I have to change the display. And those guys closed down because of the wires or whatever, yes? I don't know what that got to do with this display, yeah? The display is affected by the virus, yes? So they closed down. They said, no, it's better. 
that you don't get a display because display will cost more than the computer. I don't know what that means. Do you understand? So the first one is gone. Second one is in the workshop. They're tinkering at it, going with it. Third one failed yesterday. Do you understand? But my heart is devoted to God and His purpose. What is His purpose? That I give the message today. So it doesn't matter if the computers don't work. So I sat with the Lord and I said to myself, see, if the Lord's plans for me are for my good, and I have to believe that, yes, by faith, yes, then they should not affect me and somehow God ought to make this for my good. I could always complain saying, this ought not to happen to a pastor like me. I, should grumble, I can come grumble and complain, yes. I can throw sticks at God. And he'll throw thunderbolts back at me, yes. No, I'm just kidding. But do you, do you understand, yes? But instead of that, I thought, okay. God doesn't, okay, this is the way that logic works. If God's plans for me are for my good, and these machines have failed, something good will come out of this, has to come out of this, and the purpose of God will be done, yes? Because he has called me for his purpose. Do you understand? And then the Lord showed me how to manage with the broken computer, and there it is, it's working. Do you understand? And it is providing more function than what normally I, I would be Filled with. Do you understand? It's recording this. It's making this live. And it's also got the, um, um, the, the mixer on. Do you understand? Now, connecting the mixer to this, I have to buy a cable. If I place an order for the cable yesterday, I would have, I would have gotten it next week or the week after. But the Lord, knowing all this, made me place an order for the cable a week and a half ago. And I was wondering why. Why do I need this cable? But all of this happened together. I put the computer down, the guy delivered the cable. And it was like clockwork. Do you understand? Danny was there. Remember that? Do you understand? I put the computer on and set it up and he delivered the cable and I was able to connect it. And it solved one problem. That is that I was able to connect the mixer to, to the computer by the Ethernet and the Wi-Fi I was able to use for broadcast. Do you understand? The Lord is at hand. So don't be shaken. Don't be stirred or whatever. Do you have to understand? I sound like James Bond. Shaken, not stirred yet. Do you understand? But instead of vodka martini, I have the Lord, yes? He's my portion and my cup, yes? Hallelujah. Is that clear? Yes? So, the first day of the week, when the disciples came together, to what? To break bread. To remember what the Lord has done. This is a remembrance, not a sacrifice. You're not killing the Lord again, yeah? It's not a... Kurbana, as I said, Kurbano, whatever. It's not a sacrifice, yeah? You're remembering. 
Keep that in your mind as you go through what you go through. And I can't tell you what you're going through. Maybe financial, maybe maybe emotional. Maybe things that maybe happened to you when you were six or seven. If you come to me with this and say, how old are you now? And that happened when you were six, get over it. That's what I might say to you. Not that I will say to you, yes. But if the Lord leads me to it, yes. But I won't use uh, Sigmund Freud on it, yeah. Do you understand? That's not biblical. But here, in Ephesians 4, 12 to 15, he is given what? 11 to 15. He's given what? Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, yes? To the church, yes? Why? Read, go, go, turn your Bibles there. Ephesians 4, 12 to 15. Says for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. Yes, that's all good. Yes, you all want to work for the ministry. Yes, that's work or do something for the Lord. Yes, for the, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So that can be taken as something outward also. But it says till we all come on verse thirteen. Till we all come to the unity of the faith. And the knowledge of the Son of God. What is the unity of faith? Will a person having the unity of faith, two people having the unity of faith, debate each other? Will they get into all kind of discussion, saying all these things? First of all, you must have fruit. It's easy to debate. It's not of God. Do you understand? In Isaiah 6, um, Isaiah 1, you can go through later. It says, come, let us reason together. That is the reasoning you have with God, not with other men. I can't convince you of eternal life, can I? Because I have never been there. Here's my word against Socrates. So who am I to argue about all this? I can just tell you, and who does the convincing and the convicting? The Holy Spirit. Why? Because he is eternal. He is the eternal spirit. Do you understand? Yes? If you tell me about the tenets of Islam, for example, how do I know that is not true? Why am I a Christian? If Judaism is true, if the law of Moses holds true in my life, that's where Jesus comes in. Because while the law of Moses is true, Jesus has given us a new covenant of grace by fulfilling the law of Moses. Do you understand? So you must understand that and you must grow in understanding that. That is the unity of faith, yes? Till you, you, and the knowledge of the Son of God, yes? What does the Son of God do? Reconcile you to God, yes? It doesn't say the knowledge of the law of Moses. Does it say that? Knowledge of the Son of God, yes? To a perfect man. That makes you perfect, yes? So that you have the measure of stature of fullness in Christ, 
that means are you today in that measure are you full of christ today maybe your capacity will grow tomorrow to be more full but today are you full of christ do you do you understand it has to be real this morning anu said her hand was hurting there was some nerve pain or the other so what would the world do go see a doctor what does the bible tell me to do pray prayer of faith avails of the righteous man avails much so what did i do i prayed and what happened what i didn't hear you blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> the pain went why that's not rational is it that's not rational do you understand do you understand yeah let let her do what she wants to do yeah you 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 getting bothered and troubled by all these things yeah don't 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 worry about that abigail you're a good girl no yes what what is it that she is doing that she's playing with the hair <laughs> what people do that you're sowing what you reap rejo <laughs> you're reaping what you sowed i mean ask your parents oh i should ask ilas and you also so till you come to the knowledge of the son of god why so that you should no longer be like abigail yes says <laughs> so says verse 14 says so that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine what happens if you carried about with every wind of doctrine you will debate and children debate and so when someone comes to me to argue and debate i know what they are what tossed to and fro like abigail like children yes i see them like i see abigail i say what okay you win the debate you happy go to hell with it literally i mean that in the best way possible yes do do you understand you can win a debate but you cannot win a debate and someone to christ but if they have logical things that god proves that will show who the true god is don't send and that wisdom the lord gives you do what do and do you understand yes because then they'll say you are not trained in this but how do you know all this do you understand yeah so speaking the truth in love you may grow up in all things into him who's head who's head christ yes so speaking the truth in what love basically this is what i lacked i i can disguise and say that i don't have compassion for other people but basically i don't have love for others because i can only have what is given to me i'm not blaming my parents or my circumstances but i can only have unconditional love 
if I have received unconditional love? And who can I get it from? From a cat? From a dog? My dog is good at that, or was, until it was given away. He loved me unconditionally, yes? What I did when I chased the chickens, it chased the chickens also. Do you understand? Poor chicken, yeah? There was a joke, actually, was I heard about this. Uh, Joel Osteen said this joke. So, there were three sons who wanted to gift their mother. So, the first son bought her big house. The second son bought her big car. The third son bought her a parrot who could quote the Bible in his entirety. So whatever reference you wanted, just tell the parrot and the parrot will quote to you. We'll quote that back to you. So a year later, when they met this mother, this mother was saying, this house is too big and this car is too small and the chicken you gave me was delicious. So, I'm glad you thought that was funny. I thought he was running out of jokes, yeah? Anyway, like that, everything has a purpose. If you use Christ for the wrong purpose to hit somebody on the head, how will you draw them towards what is being hitting them on the head? You understand, yes? So, what I'm telling you is what is inside, the inward part. The outward part, what you have to do. Remember last week I was speaking about Genesis 26, about Isaac, not the one sitting here, the other one in the Bible, yes? He dug wells and he said, well, well, well. Because he dug three wells, no? PG's, pastor's jokes. <laughs> so when he dug the well, what happened? The enemy at Gerard said, no, oh, this is ours. So he dug another well. And they said, this is also ours. Then he, when he found water, if he didn't find water, they, would they care? No. So he kept on digging, yes? And that is what I feel the Lord is telling you to do. Keep on digging. Because last week the Lord reminded me of the scripture and told me to speak about that. And this week again, the Lord said, keep on digging. Imagine if Isaac stopped digging those wells. Would he be as wealthy as he would have been? No. Would he find water? No. Like that, in two kings, you read about Elijah, and he was going to die. And King Joash came to him. He wept. You go to 2 Kings 13, 14, and 19. You can read all about that. And Elijah said, okay, do this. Take your bow and arrow. 
and shoot the arrow out the window. And so Joash did that. And the arrow fell on the ground. And Joash said, strike the ground. So the king struck the ground three times. And he stopped. And Elijah said, no, you should have struck the ground more times. You stopped at three. And because of that, after the third time, the enemy will overtake you. We give up too easily. We strike the ground only three times. Where we should keep at it. Remember, our God is not a punishing God. But we are called to keep at it. Because there are things at work that we may not be totally aware of. Do you understand? First of all, you have to believe our God is not a punishing God. And then, like my computer stopped working and everything, I have to believe that all this will work out for my good, yes? I have to believe that something is happening. When I'm going through a financial strain, strain and when the ends don't make, I have to believe that God is working on my behalf behind the scenes. Something is happening, yes? And that gives me hope. If I don't have that hope, I'm dead. Am I clear? Yes? And for that to happen, you must keep the Lord in mind with you, at you, at you, uh, with, at, at, uh, make him present at all times, no matter what we're going through. I'm speaking this not out of uh, religious conviction. No, I've been through this. Do you understand? Yes? In the New Testament, when you go to Luke 18, 1 to 8, you can read about this. This is uh, the parable of the woman and the judge. Yes? This is, this is Jesus talking. It says, when, when you read that, it says, how much more the Father will respond. It's not talking about the unjust judge or the woman, but when you read, but you can read it later, it says, how much more will the Father respond to the cry of the elect who cry to him day and night? So you are meant to keep at it day and night. Why has this not happened or happened? Until you get an answer from the Lord. When you get the answer from the Lord, that answer will come with the peace. Then shut your mouth. Then get up and go. God has spoken to you. God has spoken to me. He said, I'll heal you. So that's all I need. Do you understand? Has God spoken to you? You need a relationship with him. Do you understand? I don't understand why I'm going through what I'm going through fully, yes? But I know God, I know the outcome of this. It says, well, turn your Bibles to Luke 18, 1 to 8, yeah? It says, his own elect will cry out to him day and night, yeah? Though he bears long with them. Does it say that in your Bible? 
Though he bears what? Long. That means what? Even though he cries out, you cry out to him, he bears with you. Why? That means he's telling you, wait, wait. In the book of Revelation, the saints cry out, how long, Lord? How long? King David also cried out. How long? King David was very diplomatic. Because I asked God, what is wrong with you, God? This is my language. Are you not my father? Did you not send Jesus to die for me? Why has this happened? Psalm 51.6 says, be what? Be what? Happy, joyful, or truthful? Truthful in your relationship with God, yes? You must have joy. You must be happy, yes? Doesn't mean I'm irreverent to God, yes? When I ask God what is wrong, I don't mean there's something wrong with him. There must be something wrong with my understanding of the scripture. So I go back towards that. Do you understand? You like my new Bible? Like? I do this, why? To show you that I keep it separate, keep the scriptures separate, and I go through this. Do you understand? Now, I may not be able to handle a whole Bible like before, but I make sure that my mind is renewed in the word of God. Why? Because my nature is to complain and grumble. And if I renew my mind on the promise of God that he is good, no matter what happens, he'll come through for me. I will stay without grumbling and follow his plans that he has for me. Do you understand? And that is what I'm telling you. Keep at it. Don't grow fiery in doing good. That's the other side of it. In 2 Thessalonians 3.13 it says, don't grow weary in in doing good. And in Galatians 3, I mean 13, I I don't know, you you read that. It says, don't grow weary in doing good, yes? What does that mean? Don't get burnt out. Oh, I've tried this. Because this is what a man of God told me. So why are you, you following Jesus? Very good. It is when I came to the Lord. Very good. I did that for 20 years. But when I looked at him, he was burned out. Don't get burned out. Christ will never, ever let you down. Unless you're asking for something that will kill you. Do you understand? Then as you renew your mind, you'll understand what you were asking was wrong. Do you you understand? My pastor before had told me he had a car. 
but he had his mind set on another car which he could afford but it was an expensive car so he started praying for it and this is what he shared with me he said the lord said i will give you that car but with that car will come leanness in your soul choice is yours you can buy that car or you can be happy with what you have now now he has a better car at that time he decided not to buy it. do you do you understand the lord knows what is right for you do you understand but keep him in mind and we tend to try with our own strength with our own might go to psalm 147 10 11 says he does not delight in the strength of a of the horse yes he takes no pleasure in the legs of a man the lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and in those who hope in his mercy so a horse is a strong animal but who gives it strength the lord does who gives you the ability to make wealth the lord does that is why he takes no pleasure in the legs of a man or in the strength of a horse but the lord takes pleasure in those who fear him that means be afraid fear means what be afraid of being wrong with him you can dilute it any way you want but that doesn't change the meaning of it seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness be right with him and all the other things shall be added unto you yes so god takes delight in those who fear him we delight in the lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart all this are connected do you understand so the lord takes pleasure in those who fear him in those who hope in his mercy that means what unmerciful things are happening but you have hope amen do you understand what i'm what i'm saying yes things are happening which are contrary to what you believe that even what god is but you hope in his mercy yes and you seek him continually seek him as you do we were talking about the angel of the lord remember who we were talking about the pre incarnate existence of christ yes when he showed up do you understand so when like um, when how do we differentiate that one you look at the tasks that he did yes he delivered the message from the lord when abraham was had not withheld from sacrificing isaac why he's able to do that to you now because he's alive yes yes he protected god's people when 1000 185000 assyrians were killed by one angel he laid them to waste 
You understand that, yes? Yes? He redeemed God's people, yes? What has Jesus Christ done for us? He has redeemed us. That's why we sing, My Redeemer lives like we mean it, yes? Hallelujah. And he's also punished God's people. When King David took the census, you understand? Then the angel of God came. Yes? So he destroyed God's enemies. Many times throughout the Bible, you find that, like for example, during the Exodus, the Lord said, I'm sending my angel with you. Don't mess with them. What is he going to do? Destroy the enemies, yeah? Same thing in the battle of Jericho. Who won the battle? Joshua did or, or God did? God did, yes. Joshua could not have done the miracle of the walls going down. Do, do you understand? So how can we identify him as Jesus? Whenever he brings a message, he doesn't say, Thus saith the Lord. I spoke about this earlier. He says, I will do this. And he described himself as holy, yes? And he carries out God's judgment. Meaning he makes a call. He doesn't say, okay, the Lord said this and that. No, he makes a call, yes? And God's name is in him. Do you, do you understand? Yes? And also he takes on human appearance. Because Samson's parents did not know this was the angel of the Lord. Until, do you understand? Until he went up in the fire. Yes? Do you understand? So this is the angel of the Lord and this is Christ with us, God with us. What are you afraid of? See, if you are walking in defeat, you're giving the wrong testimony. And you say to someone, Christ is alive. And they don't see that work in progress in you. Then how is he alive and what? What differentiates you from the world? Do you, do you understand? Keep your hope in him. Keep trusting him. Renew your mind in the word of God. Do you understand? Because we have been fed all the lies of the world. We need to change that programming. From a PC to a Mac, yes? There's a difference in programming, yes? Did you understand? What works for the PC will not work on a Mac. What works on a Mac will not work on a PC. And you're standing with your legs in both. And you're wondering why you fall. Renew your mind in the word of God. And as you do, God will help you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Is that clear? Yes? So don't give up. Don't give up. He brings 
beauty from what? Ashes. That's something supernatural. So no matter where your dreams are at, work on them. Maybe you think uh, they're dead and gone. But God is able to bring beauty from ashes. Amen? Don't give up. Dig another well and say, well, well, well. It is well with my soul. Not the well that you fall into, yes? But it's well with my soul. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. We do not want to end this message of hope and love without letting you know that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved.